Welcome to the Love Girl Talk podcast. We're here to confront our deepest doubts, celebrate our dignity, and offer softly to land. We invite you to cozy up with your favorite cup of coffee and share in our sisterhood of self-worth. And as we chat, remember, you are enough. You are worthy. You are loved. So excited. Everybody, we have news. <laughs> we are together. We're in the same room. We're speaking into the same mic. Woo! We're in the flesh. <laughs> I'm hugging Julie. Oh my goodness. It's we are very excited to be back in action, recording in the same space and just being together, Shannon. We had a very uh, spontaneous friend day. This was really fun. Yes, it's been very fun. It's like cool to finally be Back in action, doing our thing, fancy microphone. And everything. And everything. There we oh, go. Everyone, how beautiful you are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about empathy. Is that what we're talking about today? Yes. Actually, so we were talking a few weeks ago, yep. right, about mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about at this podcast today. And I was thinking, like, hmm, where can we go next? What are we going to do? And Julie, you kind of just threw it out there, like, empathy. We're going to talk about empathy. And I was like... <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Why? (laughs) Um, Not that it's not important. For sure it is. But I just thought it was really interesting that you were like, no, like, let's do this. This is what we're going to talk about. It's been on my heart. Yeah. Well, it's been on my heart a ton lately, actually. And I think it's, I don't know, it's just super important. And it's come up in many conversations with friends and, you know, the different programs that we're running here at Girl Talk. And it just seems to be a recurring theme of either the lack of empathy or how important it is, how special it is when when hard moments are filled with empathy. And I've been kind mm-hmm. of witnessing the huge dichotomy between the two. And I just think it's really important to talk about. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And like so many of our topics, empathy is a huge thing to break down. So I think we should take a page out of Jess Baden's book. And break it down. What is empathy? What is empathy not? Great. Let's define it. So if we're breaking it down, Brene Brown has this video where she describes it and it's, it really helped paint a picture for me. So in this video, she shows someone kind of falling down a deep, dark hole, right? And so that's us in hard situations. And we can all picture whether we're going through something tough right now, or we have in the past, we will continue to for the rest of our lives, right? So it's kind of if we're in a, in a dark hole, the empathetic response, a friend or, or a loved one responding with empathy, this is what it looks like. They are coming down into the deep, dark hole with us, right? Mm-hmm. It's them connecting with us, walking with us on our journey. It's empathy is that ability to emotionally understand what that other person feels, um, to see things from their point of view and imagine imagine ourselves in their place. And often it it compels us to take action to try to relieve someone's suffering, even though most of the time that's probably not possible, but just we're, we're really moved, right? We want to take that pain away from them. And, and really ultimately she says that empathy is the antidote to shame. And we can talk about that in a little bit too. 
but really it's empathy is how, how we deal with people. It's, it's the best response in how to deal with people. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Renee Brown. I think I'm also (laughs) totally the person whenever I hear the pathy at the end of something, I'm like, wait, what's the difference between empathy, sympathy, apathy? (laughs) I'm so bad with definitions. So I think that's really good to break it down and to break it down even further what it's not, right? So apathy. Apathy is not empathy at all. It's the complete opposite. Apathy is saying, sorry, no big deal. Don't get it. You're alone in that. Leaving it there. Compared to sympathy is saying like, I see your hole. I feel bad about your hole. I'm not going to come down into your hole with you, but I still care that you have a hole. And if anything, I'm going to look down and say, I hear you, I see you, but I don't really feel you. Right. I'm not in that hole with you right now. Right. And I think with sympathy, I mean, that that could get a bad rap, right? Now, sympathy is beautiful and good. You know, we all have sympathy cards and, you know, when a loved one dies or other hard things happen, I think when people offer us sympathy, that's a beautiful gesture. But like you're saying, it's it's kind of like staying at the tippy top of the hole, but empathy is like really coming down and entering into that space with us. And I think that's also why it's been really hitting me lately and why we talk about it so much at Girl Talk is that, you know, <laughs> it's making sure we're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's coming with someone into that space. Even if it's not, even if a friend is not experiencing the same thing that I am, she's willing to be there with me, hold my hand, be that shoulder to cry on. She's not afraid of the deep, dark, messy hole. Yeah. I think it's layers of vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Like apathy is I'm not vulnerable right now. I'm not going to get in there with you. Sympathy is I'm kind of vulnerable. I see Mm. you. And then empathy is I'm right there with you. Completely vulnerable. I feel you. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of what are those, you know, those like greeting cards, birthday cards. They're like a friend is someone who, you know, will pick you up if you get, you know, (laughs) this is ridiculous, but you know, if you like have a crazy wild night and you end up in jail, like a a friend is there to bail you out and they're like a best friend is the one sitting right next to you in the jail cell. (laughs) Not that we're advocating that, but you know what I mean. (laughs) I mean, we should tell them about that one. Oh my gosh. I'm joking. I'm joking. We've never been in jail together. You mean the time that I've busted you out of jail? This is a joke. This is a joke. This is a joke. (laughs) Anyways. No, I think it is really helpful to break that down. And you know, something that I think is really beautiful about empathy is among the hardness and the suffering. It also brings some of life's like most beautiful Mm -hmm. moments. Like when you truly have that moment to connect with somebody, to respect somebody, to love one another, to share in joy and in suffering. Like what is life if it's not for those moments, right? Mm. And, you know, of course, I'm going to take this opportunity to slightly talk about science. Thank you. Um, There's Shannon. What I think is super cool too is like empathy is a part of how we are made. It is woven into us from the very beginning, from when we're toddlers, we're learning how to share and we're learning how to be friends with one each other. And there's literally parts in our brains, there's circuits, there's neurons, there's cells that are built for empathy. Mm. So empathy isn't just this frou-frou concept, right? Like empathy is a part of our wiring and it's a huge part of how we mirror other people's feelings. It's a part of how we share our feelings and allows us to get down and dirty into that fear and the joy in all of it. 
you know, I'm not going to go into all of it. And I am by no means a person who specializes in brain sciences by any means. But I just think it's really cool that like this is built into us. We're built to care for one another. Mm -hmm. And it's just a part of our journey throughout life. I love it. I love that. And um, it reminds me of what we quoted last time, you know, Brene Brown says we're wired for connection. We literally are, you know, as you're talking about the neurotransmitters and serotonin, like our bodies are made to feel this way. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about empathy is because of how much it truly matters, right? If, if it's built into us and that's, you know, so much of the foundation of who we are, if, if we take it away, we're really devoid of that essential quality that really allows us to connect with others. You know, it's the thing that reminds us that we matter, you know, that our stories are important, that our feelings are valid. Empathy is what reminds us that we are loved, you know, our whole tagline, we're loved, we are worthy, we are enough. And without those reminders from others, from the people around us, first, of course, we have to know it and believe it ourselves, but we have to be, um, it has to be emphasized and supported by, by those in our community and our lives in, in all kinds of ways. Right. Well, I think, that's empathy is what girl talk is, right? <laughs> so we often share my first time ever going to a girl talk where I went into this room. I was surrounded by a lot of girls who were in my freshman year dorm. I was super intimidated because I saw the A plus nursing student and I saw the size two track runner and I saw perfect Julie Larkin, mm-hmm. of course, sitting in the front of the room. And I thought like, wow, I don't belong. I don't know how I feel about being here. And then once people started sharing their stories and opening up, it was very much that, Oh my goodness, you too, like you get it. And that empathy is what allowed that whole entire room to flourish and in conversation and connection. And I even think about Christy from rock recovery, (laughs) who we just recently had on the podcast and at uh, their work environment, they call it the, what do they call it? The, the gift of I get it. The gift of I get it. The which best. is the equivalent to our, oh my gosh, you too. Um, <laughs> which the, that's all empathy. That is all connection of saying your story is very similar to my story. Or even if it's totally different, there's a part of it that's similar. Right. That's right. what girl talk is. Right. And and you talk about, you know, seeing the size two girl or the A plus student or perfect me. Because, you know, I'm so perfect, mm-hmm. Shannon. Mm-hmm. You know, but... But what did I do that night? I got up there and I told you about, you know, my messy version of myself. Like when I've had my heartbreaks, when I've had my I'm not enough moments, when I've, you know, shared my ugly. And, you know, I think everyone did feel that empathy. They responded in kind because they said, oh, my gosh, she's not perfect. That A plus student. Oh, so she's struggling with other things, too. Oh, the, the you know, the perfect track runner like she's got difficult stuff because that's, that's our common humanity, right? Mm -hmm. That there, we are all human and we're all struggling in some capacity. None of us are perfect. And so our empathy allows us to connect with others. You know, we always joke too. I love how you say, I'm not going to be friends with someone unless they like show me they're not perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I love that because it just shows that, okay, we want to connect. And what, what allows us to connect is that mutual understanding, that, that feeling of, oh, she understands, she gets it. And that really, too, the reason we had that first girl talk was, was because I saw this lack of empathy, right? On this, this hall of girls who, who weren't, weren't um, acting in a way that didn't have empathy, but more so 
it wasn't being felt, right? And that's that's when I experienced this wonderful, beautiful girl attempting to take her life, right? Because she felt the lack of empathy. She did not feel connected. She didn't feel like anyone understood her when that wasn't really the case. But it was just a matter of girl time bringing that to light, right? After that experience, it was like, guess what? You are not alone. You're not alone in your struggle. Let's be empathetic. Let's share with others our stories. Let's share our experiences. Let's let them know, hey, we've been in that deep, dark hole too. We've been somewhere along those muddy those muddy rivers. And, and this is what I did to get out of it. Or, hey, I'm still here. Do you get it? Do you understand? And are you here to help me out of there? And, and I think that's what we were able to do with that first, second, third, fourth, fifth and beyond girl talk was have these girls share and connect and say, oh, you too. And we built, built that empathy together. Right. And I feel like empathy is what's called for and that feeling you get when your heart sinks when somebody shares something really big, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the most obvious moment to be empathetic is, wow, like how am I going to respond when a friend or a dorm mate Mm -hmm. comes up and says, I tried to take my own life or I'm having suicidal thoughts. In that moment, you know to be empathetic. Yeah. And, you know, the sister or cousin who has a miscarriage, when she shares that with you, you try your darndest to be empathetic Mm. and a friend who's experiencing postpartum depression. How can you support her through that journey? A significant other who gets laid off from work. That is huge. How can you help them with that? Yeah. A close friend who decides to adopt even more enormous. Yeah. Like that calls for empathy. These huge, big things call for empathy. And I think These are just all huge moments, and sometimes we tell ourselves that they deserve a huge response, Mm -hmm. but they don't. I feel like these, they just need a huge amount of love, Mm -hmm. right? They don't need huge action. They don't need a huge performance. They just need love, and I think we need to be an empathetic ear, and we need to offer questions. And just talking about this, when I think of empathy, literally the first person who comes to my mind is my friend, Julia. I just wrote her a letter, but um, I, <laughs> the famous letters, the famous letters. I just sent one out this week. I don't talk to her often. She lives in California. We both have the crazy jobs with crazy hours. And like, when I think about it, we actually don't like anything the same um, or like <laughs> totally different people. But I always say that Julia is the friend that I met way too late in life because she was one of the friends who showed me true empathy, mm-hmm. a friendship who showed me that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I felt that from my mom and my dad and people along yeah. the way. But I remember I met her in college and I can't ever quote a specific conversation I had with her because the conversations are just too long and too in-depth. <laughs> And I can't even think of a specific action, but if anything, I just get this overwhelming feeling when I think of Julia that Julia understands me and I feel very known by her and I feel more seen by her than any other friend. And not to compare even our relationship with her, um, I think friendships are built for different things. And I think Julia was just my friend who was built to truly see me. And 
I think the reason was Julia was the first person I ever had a conversation about of what it means to be a plus size woman. Mm. And I think I'm saying that a lot more eloquently now. I know it kind of sounds crazy, but I never had curvy friends. I was always the curvy friend. So it was cool to find somebody who gets me, gets how I think, gets how I assume, gets how I move around. Um, And I know that might like sound weird, but it was always difficult to find somebody who got it or to be vulnerable about it because you already feel so vulnerable. And then to actually break it down with somebody goes beyond. And I felt like that my person was too much. My human body was too much. That something about me needed to be fixed. And I've always had this weird thing where I think I am awesome. (laughs) You've always had that realistic thing, Shannon, where you knew that you were awesome. And it sounds funny. Like, I know that I'm special. I know I was, like, made to be who I am. But at the same part, at the same time, there was, like, a part of me that I truly disliked and hated. And it was my size. And I could never really vocalize that to anybody except Julia. And Julia listened and she stayed and she gave me time to babble as I struggled with my words to express this and spell my experiences. And she always let me come back to her for another conversation, whether it was to visit another feeling or it was to break down another thought. It's just so easy to think about how it feels when you're opening up to someone and you can tell that they don't know how to react and they aren't interested in hearing anymore. And it's also difficult to put into words the exact opposite feeling of that. But that's what Julia got. That's what I got from Julia. And I could literally feel her coming closer to me and closer to my heart, learning more and more. And I could tell from her eyes to her hands, to her body language all over that she got it. Right. And for me, my weight was almost in a way like a trauma. It was a baggage. It was my paper cut, which we've talked about before. It was my wound. And no matter how or small or how big or how personal or how lonely it was, Julia was there. I think Julia was there to say, I think I see your hurts. I think I see your insecurities. And even more so, I know what they feel like. Julia was just great with that. And she never took away from my experiences when I shared. Mm -hmm. If anything, she was there to say, yeah, me too. I gotcha. It's, I get it. You know? Wow. That's beautiful, Shannon. And I love that you're saying that, you know, Julia was there. She was with you in that deep dark hall, right? She gave you time. She listened. She asked questions. She let you come back. You know, she... It doesn't sound like she was going anywhere, you know? It doesn't right. sound like she she said, oh, that's scary. I don't know about this one. I don't know if I can handle this. You know, she she was like, hey, I see you. Yeah. I see you, and I hear you, and I understand you, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to sit with you in this part of you that you feel ashamed about, that you feel vulnerable about, that you clearly really haven't felt comfortable to share with anyone else, whether she knew that or not, Right. you know, and that's what a beautiful testimony of empathy that she, that she shared that with you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that is, it's really hard to be vulnerable. And I think, I guess one of the things that struck me in that beautiful story was that, um, you know, 
you were being vulnerable and we talked about those layers, the layers of empathy and, and even these layers of friendship, you know, and, and we always talk about how friendship requires vulnerability and you were being vulnerable there and, and she was being vulnerable in, in listening and hearing you. And, and even like you said that she didn't, she didn't necessarily bring it back to her immediately. She was, she understood, but she kept the focus on you. And that, that's just a sign of, you know, maturity and truly understanding um, what empathy means to be there with you. And that's something that I've experienced, you know, even in the little things of life, you know, feeling that sense of the shame or um, I'm not good enough or I'm too much or, or different things, you know, even, even at work, right? Like even in little meetings, you know, we'll, we'll meet to plan a podcast episode or we'll meet to, you know, plan the next version of mom talk, or we'll meet to, you know, prep for a cookies and conversation, you know, and, and in the midst of the crazy life that we all know between work and family and friends and balancing it all, you know, I definitely have my, my, my frantic moments where I'm doing all the things and I think, Oh my gosh, I wasn't able to get done. I wasn't able to finish and accomplish what I said that I would do, what I said that I, I committed to do. And, and just to hear the empathetic response on the other end from Anna or Megan or you or Jess, you know, it's like, Oh gosh, it's such a sigh of relief, you know, to be like, Oh, they, they get it. <laughs> they understand, you know, and they're with me in this hard moment that I'm in, they're still going to call me to more, you know, but they're not putting me down for not having achieved, you know, it's just being with me in that moment. I think it's so funny that we forget other people live life, (laughs) right? Like you, you think you're so alone in those, those moments, those little things. Right. But it's, it's like, yeah, Megan gets it. She has how many kids? Like she knows what it's like (laughs) to be stressed and running and managing eight little tiny lives on top of her own. And (laughs) Jess knows what it's like to, you know, navigate life with a partner and like we just forget that people get that yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then yeah when you receive that empathy back it's like oh my gosh awesome thank you and that's what I love about empathy right like it can be found in these huge big moments but it can also be found in the little things like how many times can you put yourself I mean I just know like you can feel your heart fluttering as I maybe give the examples of like you get the wrong Starbucks order like (laughs) oh gosh that stinks or like you're have all these meetings, but you, your water in your shower didn't want to turn on this morning, or you're about to drive home for Thanksgiving and the car light comes on as you turn on your car and get on 495 <laughs> North. Like all those little things deserve empathy too. Right. Yeah. And I think we were even kind of saying before talking about this episode, those huge moments that call for empathy sometimes seem so obvious. And then these little moments, you don't realize empathy is still important in those two. And to let somebody know, like, I hear you, I see you, like, don't just wipe that off. Like that's a part of their day. That's a part of their life. And we're here as people and relationships to offer that support for them. Right, right, right. And what you were saying before, even about the big things, when the hard things happen in life, we feel that tremendous desire and appropriate response to be empathetic to another person. But sometimes we struggle with, how do I, how do I know? Like, what do I say in those moments? And then I have to be perfect. And we don't have to worry about that. You know, it's just responding with a lot of love, like you were saying. And then even in the little moments, it's, 
just being empathetic and it doesn't have to be a huge outpouring, right? It can just be like, oh gosh, yeah, that really sucks. You know, I, yeah. but uh, I hate being stuck in traffic. Oh, I'm sorry. You had to sit there for two hours before we got together, you know? Right. Right. And empathy is needed in every relationship, right? It's needed between husband and wife. It's needed in dating couple. It's needed in friends like you. It's needed yeah. in podcast co-hosts. It's <laughs> needed with men. It's needed with women. It's needed. And I think when empathy is given, we get better connected, we're more understood, we're more heard, and overall, you get better relationships. Yeah. And don't we all want better relationships? (laughs) Brene Brown says, again, our girl, uh, that empathy, it does four things. It offers perspective. It allows us to recognize emotions. It's non-judgmental. And it offers a sacred space. And I think those four are really poignant. And they they just do another good job of just kind of summarizing what what empathy does and that it it is so vital and so important. And yet, if we think of it, you know, kind of in these simple terms, we don't have to stress out about it. You know, we can we can provide perspective. We can recognize another's emotions, good, bad, ugly, funny, silly, in between be non-judgmental and have that really special space with a friend. Yeah. And I think just moving forward with while reflecting on empathy in our relationships moving forward this week or this month, whatever, like how can we actually do that? Mm -hmm. And I think a really big way of showing empathy to another person is cultivating this culture of curiosity, right? Like asking questions and letting them have a space to share that story and helping them reflect even further and also asking questions so you can get into the hole with them, right? Yeah. So that way they feel that sense of, no, you're, you're trying to get here. I, I can feel you wanting to feel me um, or get me. Yeah. I think that's a great way to get started with the empathy journey. Love it. Love it. And also that alliteration, Shannon. Oh my goodness. Cultivate a culture of curiosity. I love that. I thought of that all by myself. (laughs) Good job. And another way I think we can do this is just truly listening again, back to your friend, Julia, you know, it's, 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 it wasn't about her. It was about you. And she gave you that time, you know, and she didn't kind of just like, kind of, you know, look at her, look at her watch and just say, you know, okay, well, Shannon's been talking for this long and and now, now I want to do it, you know, like, and I'm going to share my, my perspective and just to, just to prove to her that I understand it, it it wasn't about her. It was about you. And she just was truly listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, when in doubt and we don't know how to be empathetic, whether it's the big moment or the small moment, just reflect back what that person was saying. Repeat what they said so they know you were listening. They know that you're processing with them. And some things that, some sentences that you could even say is like, that sounds really hard. That feeling that you're feeling, that's really valid. I can't imagine that. Um, My personal favorite, that sucks. Um, (laughs) But really, like, I feel like there's some situations where like, none of your advice is going to help and they don't want it. And I think people just want to hear like, what you're going through really is tough right now. Yes. And, and talk about that advice. I think that's kind of like, 
a sympathetic, well-meaning ear is going to be up at the top of the hole, right? And looking down at you in in the deep, dark space and say, hey, you know what would be good for you right now? You should try this. You should try this new vitamin. You should apply for this kind of job. You should should go on a dating app. You should do (laughs) da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And all well-meaning, all well-meaning. And I'm sure we've all given that advice and received it, right? But- what 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 happens with that? We're at the bottom of the hole being like, oh, I know, <laughs> I know I need to do all those things, right? Or, or maybe I need to try something else, but we just need someone to sit with us. We just need someone to be there. And if no one has seen the video, uh, it's not about the nail. That is an excellent, Shannon, have you seen that? No, oh, girl, not. no, you have to watch definitely that. Not. It's the best thing. We're going to watch it right after this, just so you all know. I'm going to show her the video. It's not about the nail. So good. But yes, and just like being there with that other person is so good. And then I think another practical way that we can show empathy that Shannon does so well all the time with me and other friends is just saying, thank you. Thanks for sharing that with me. You know, I know that's really hard. And I really appreciate that you took the time and space and energy to give me this gift of yourself. Yeah. Well, Julie, thank you. Sharing this episode with me. Thank you for having a spontaneous day with me. Of course. Thank you for sharing this fancy podcast microphone with me. Oh my gosh. And thank you for sharing an empathetic friendship with me. Thanks for sharing your story, Shannon. They're always so powerful and meaningful for me and this friendship. And I really appreciate it. So now that you've heard all our affirmation station, just a little dose of who we are. We hope that this episode, we talk all about empathy, will really help you recognize and radiate your own worth and dignity and share that through empathy with others this week. So before we wrap up, I just wanted to give a couple shout outs. First of all, to our incredible Girl Talk team, our staff, our ambassadors. They're really making so many amazing programs happen at Girl Talk right now. It's so neat to see the vibrant life that's taking place between Mom Talk, Cookies and Conversation, our Love Girl Talk podcast. We're receiving great feedback from those of you who are listening and participating and We really are noticing this deep craving for our sisterhood of self-worth. So thank you uh, to our team and for all our listeners to being part of that. It's so wonderful. And right now we're in the midst of April, our favorite tax month, even though, did you know, fun fact. Extended to May. Extended to May. Hey, hey. Take advantage (laughs) of the opportunity to procrastinate. Not that we normally promote that, but I'm happy about the procrastination stage of that tax life. So thank you to all of our donors. I mean, in every stage of our Girl Talk life, you all have meant so much to us and we really are just so thankful, especially over this last year of COVID. We rely on your generosity so much to sustain everything we do here in our mission to our wonderful Coffee House community members, to our Storyteller Society members, um, all these other donors who have given once or twice or even just come to an event. We're really, really grateful for you. Every donation goes directly to supporting our programs and staff. So people like Shannon who, you know, (laughs) make our day shine um, so that we really can reach any woman or girl desiring and needing that dignity and and rating that worth to others so um you've made quite the impact last year we reached 974 women we're already i think hitting the charts what a just on the other day i think over 600 women listening to the podcast this calendar year so really really cool we're so popular oh yeah so popular (laughs) shannon Anyway, you all are impacting our culture in affirming self-worth. So thank you very much. 
and just moving forward, there's two ways you can support our mission today. Um, you could subscribe to our wonderful Love Girl Puck, Love Girl Talk podcast. So sorry about that. On your favorite podcast platform, so Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, hit the subscribe button, rate our podcast, obviously it'll be a five out of five, and give us an honest review. Honestly, probably just writing Shannon's are great. And Julie. (laughs) And how has this podcast been helpful to you? You know, this will allow us moving forward to share the message, share our content, um, and you'll receive new episodes directly to your phone. And secondly, if you could share your favorite episode with a friend, keep the chain moving, send them a link and a reason why you like the episode and why you think they may want to take a listen, that would be great. We'd so appreciate it. Um, So appreciating all the ways you're supporting us, appreciating you loving us, appreciating you appreciating all the time. (laughs) So thanks for listening and let us live empathetically and remember along the journey that you are enough. You are worthy. You are loved. Love, girl talk. <laughs>